The lazy hum of cicadas mingles with the lilting chime of Tony's ice cream truck as the summer sun begins to set on the well-manicured suburban neighborhood of Islands on the Green, a lovely neighborhood in the heart of Arizona, a place known for having neither islands nor green. Tony of Tony's ice cream truck finishes serving his last customer of the day. Here you go, Timmy. One double bubble bomb pop. It's getting dark soon. Make sure to head home quick. Tony delivers the double bubble bomb pop to Timmy's waiting outstretched hands. Thanks, Tony. I'll see you tomorrow. Timmy pedals away on his bicycle, balancing the popsicle in one hand. Satisfied with the day's work, Tony turns off his truck chimes and sets up to cleaning up the truck and counting down his till. Suddenly, there's a soft thump behind him. He's not even sure he heard it at first, but... Tony turns around just in time to see it, inching its way toward him at a frightening pace. The ice cream man yelps and attempts to kick it out of the way, but is too slow, and the sturdy fabric of his pant leg tremors violently. He grabs for his leg, but falls to his knees as searing pain envelops the meat of his calf. Tony's screams are muffled by the well-insulated ice cream truck. For some time, he lays on the floor of the truck, still. Then, his shoulder shifts. Another minute passes. We see his fingers twitch. Then, slowly, Tony draws himself up from the floor, limbs akimbo, a marionette controlled by invisible strings. His eyes dart back and forth wide with terror. Slowly, mechanically, his cheeks tighten as a sick grin spreads across his face. The theme just played. The theme just played. Hey, welcome to Myth Takes, everybody. This is Morgan Spatola, not your normal keeper. I have come in and taken over the show to do some fun things with uh, some of our friends here. And I am joined by... Collins Asleep Post Memes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's the voice of Max Newland you're hearing. Hello. Hi, I'm Beth Lindley. Hi, I'm Alex Taylor. You've probably heard me before. Cool. So we are taking over and we are doing our own arc uh, for Myth Takes for the next few weeks uh, that I have written myself. And these three fine folks have kindly agreed to join. Uh, Beth and Max are new to the show and we're very excited to have them. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. So... Buck, uh, you have been notified by a blip on the radar. Not really sure what's going on there. So it seems to be a smaller threat. And you were sent out to sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, And when you get to Sky Harbor Airport, which is also known as uh, one of the local gates to hell, you... um, call up someone that you know was over in the area that might be able to help you out. So who are you calling? So I'm going to call my buddy Pete out in the area. He's a professional contact. I worked with him on a case a couple years before. It was 
with actually speaking of gates to hell, it was with a demon that actually opened up from a portal out in uh, a desert in the area. And he, we, we worked well together and I, yeah. Awesome. So you call Pete and what do you say? (laughs) Uh, wow. I put me on the spot here. Uh, (laughs) just so you know, it definitely Um, rings to voicemail. It, 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 okay. He's going to listen to your voicemail before he calls back because he wants to make sure it's really you. Very good. (laughs) Yeah. So then, so then I'm, I'm going to guess that at this point, I probably know that's kind of Pete's MO. So I just, yes. There's like yeah. two rings. He has it. So he I just, screens all his calls. Still yeah, in 2019. So I'm, 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 I'm going to just wait a second and then figure, okay, he's probably not going to answer. All right. Hey, oh, wait, uh, what's my accent again? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> so I always get confused because initially I was going to go for more, more of like a, like a Southern kind of accent, but then Colin took the accent mm. and all I'm real, all I'm really left with is like the gruff kind of mm. bit, but like, uh, hey, hey, Pete, uh, I don't know if you remember me. This is Buck. Uh, we worked a couple years back. Um, I got a blip, uh, something in the area. I don't know if you've seen anything around. Anyway, uh, you have my number. Just give me a call. See ya. So Pete listens to that, and then he thinks about it. And <laughs> you can... So what I'm envisioning here is the camera, the camera sees the phone, and the phone is, like, saying all of this, and it's, like, sitting on a table. And we zoom out, and Pete is sitting there at his desk, with his fingers tented, looking, staring daggers at the phone with like beads of sweat on his forehead. Okay. Um, and with a shaky hand, he reaches down and he picks up and he hits the redial button. Uh, uh, hello, Buck. Hey, hey, Pete, how you doing? How you it's, doing? It's, it's really you, right? It's not. This no, is no, it's not really me. No, it's not. Oh, uh, I knew it. And then he hangs up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And in about two minutes, you get another call back. Uh, hey, hey, Buck. I figured out you were joking. Hey. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? I, it's, uh, it's all right. Uh, you know, it's just a little weird. It's it, it's always a little weird out here. Yeah, you know. I know, I know. Yeah. So what what's up? What's what what you got going on? So I got a. a there, there's a blip. Uh, there's something in the area. I'm not sure what it is. I wanted to reach out to see if you would have seen anything going on recently. Maybe I, we could meet, catch up. We well, could. Some, something's got my could, hackles up. That's for sure. I don't know what it is, but uh, you know, just checking the old yeah. six a lot more than usual these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the neighborhood was called Islands on the Green, and you definitely have that info. Yeah. Like it blipped exactly right there. Yeah. That's not like. You know, okay, you know okay, that. so I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay, okay, Pete. So then, uh, so I got this blip at this place, Islands on the on the Green, Islands of the Green. So then, if you could meet me there, we could see see what's going on. Sound good? Did you uh, did you get in touch with Palace yet? Palace? Do I know oh, Palace? You don't, you don't know. You don't Oregon? know Palace. Oh shit. Okay. Um, uh, is it okay if I bring a friend? Yeah, sure. I'm yeah. not. More the something's just. I'm not feeling very safe right now. It's just kind of a. I'm. I don't think it's a. This is. There's something going on. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Cool. So meet you there. In what? Like twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Sure. Yeah. Twenty, twenty-five. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Cool. Okay. Great. Okay. Bye. Just take, just take your time. Don't rush. Don't rush. You're fine. You're fine. You're good. You're good. He already hung up. <laughs> You're fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so do you go to? Islands on the green. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm going to try and pick up. I want to pick Palace up first. Oh, yeah, that's right. We need Palace. So where am I? Yeah, I was going to say, so how does that go? <laughs> Excellent question. Yeah, where are you is a good question to ask. I just Maybe, sort of came up with that. Am I in your apartment house trailer? Sure. Oh, yeah, I think that works out great. Yeah, We're both where displaced. Where does Pete live? Where, that's a really great question. Do you question. have an apartment, think- a trailer? Yeah, what is it? I think Pete probably lives in an apartment complex. I don't think he has much um, buying power right mm. now. Okay. Um, and it's probably kind of a bad one. He just like he just has you know uh, it's the pretty pretty stereotypical cop show. You know when you see him leaving his room, when you see him leaving his unit, there's like five locks on the door. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he goes over to where Palace is and he does what he considers his secret knock. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, so uh, Palace, you hear it? Yeah. And uh, there's one more. There's one more. Wait, you got to wait for it or you're not going to know it's me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Palace creaks the door open and she's holding one of his lamps in her hand and she looks through the door and she says it is you <laughs> she backs yeah, away from yeah. the door <laughs> she's put the oh, lamp so she's down in on it too i i don't uh i think i think he probably found her in the street and got a vibe yeah <laughs> um and narrowly escaped a spear to the chest yes <laughs> oh yeah, with my with with the powers that come from my position, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um and through some um through some negotiation and maybe promise of food and or water, he uh led her back to his apartment where she's been staring at his microwave <laughs> <laughs> for for hours at a time. Very good. You're your box was beeping. Yeah, uh, you think they got you think they got it bugged or something? I I don't not I do not know how many times I can tell you I don't understand, but your box was making a noise. Uh, Pete's heart rate is accelerating. <laughs> Uh, and I think he's looking at the microwave and looking from the microwave to the window and back a few times. I, I touched the surface of the front of the box and it made a noise. Did you, uh, you, you got anything, you got anything in there? I, you can put things in the box. Yeah. You, you put, you put the things in there and, um. And it makes them hot. You get you get them like you you get like like an oatmeal or a mac and cheese. I I I don't. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We can we can talk about this later. He um I think what he does is he grabs a roll of electrical tape and just sort of goes all around the outside of it so that it won't open. Um, with the electrical Have tape, you, and he says, "Are you restricting the box?" I, I, you know, it's it's just it's just a little thing for safety for for safety you know personal safety reasons. Uh, we gotta we gotta go though. Uh, you remember Buck? Yeah, you remember Buck? I told you about Buck the other day. Uh, yeah, the um, 
the the yes yes yeah you you remember him the the guy the little guy the guy with the with the thing yes yes i okay. yes uh he I don't know. I guess he's putting the crew back together or something because uh, he's he called me. There's like a thing going on. Is it Uranimos? Uh, y- y- I told you about Uranimos. It's possible. I don't know. What's Uranimos? Look, what's he? What What are they? I, well, Buck didn't give me many details either. I probably should have asked, but I'm, uh, we're supposed to go to this. Uh, what, it's like a golf course or something. I I will go with you. Okay. Good, because get... I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to leave without you. You know, because you, you just you're big and strong, and you got all that, all that stuff. Let me let me get my weapons, and she uh, she reaches under the love seat or couch or whatever it is he's got hanging out, and she pulls out her sword, and then she walks into the bathroom, and uh, she has stuck her spear into the toilet to make it stop, <laughs> and. <laughs> And so she pulls it out of there and she says, I'm ready. Great. Can I, can I ask? <laughs> oh, what, what was in the microwave? I think she uh, just pressed the clock button. And like, it was like, oh, what time is it? And so it was just like, what time is yeah. it? What, you know, it didn't say anything, but it was like beaming at her. So she. Yeah. And Pete is afraid that there is a listening device in it. So he mm-hmm. has. Uh, tried to muffle any sounds that it could possibly be picking up. You two are mm-hmm. a match made in heaven. I love it. Yep. <laughs> like a sitcom. So, quick question. What is Palace wearing? Um, <clears throat> I'm so glad you asked. I didn't um, know this was that kind of role-playing game. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Cents a minute. You're trapped um, in my web. <laughs> um, so she's wearing the traditional uh, garb of warriors um, during the time, which if I Google it, <laughs> I had it written down. So it's just um, like a like a kind of in modern day terms, I guess, like a tan uh, toga kind of sheet thing. It's cut off at her knees. She's wearing um, gold and silver armbands that her... Um, her father gave her after he visited Hephaestus and uh, she's just wearing the um, typical uh, reinforced strap sandals up to her knees. So she, um, she has a shield. She doesn't usually wear armor, which is why her uh, she's like covered in scars. Like, Mm. like from her, like head to her toe, basically is just a bunch of scars in various form of fading, and um but that is because she is gotten she has gotten uh much better at fighting than she used to be so it's 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 pretty hard to touch her now so most of the scars there are some that are newer but most of them are are uh probably five to ten years old old lessons yes cool so she sticks out like a sore thumb pretty much okay (laughs) all right so do you guys head on over to Islands on the green? Yes. Okay. And uh, does I think Pete has a car. All right. But is that a is that a thing that I can have without it being on my Yeah, I playbook? think that's fine. Just okay. I I don't know. We might take it away maybe at some it point. Sucks. Yeah, maybe it's a shit. It's not like a cool car yeah. that you can do anything with. And it's not like reliable. How about that? Yes. Okay. I love that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it works this time. Th- you guys get Palace over there. Has to, Palace has to push for a second with the car in neutral to get the engine to yeah. turn over. Yeah. 
<laughs> Good. <Yes. laughs> I'm also imagining there's like a huge size disparity between Palace and Pete. I love oh, she's that. very tall. Yeah, uh, Pete's like five and a half feet tall and weighs like 120 pounds, maybe. She's probably around six foot, six one. Yeah. I love so. that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you all end up at Islands on the Green, uh, which is a uh, newer development, like over the last 20 years, uh, lots of uh, stucco homes with red terracotta uh roof tiles um, and a lot of grass, which is weird because it's a desert again. Um, there's no, there's no islands. It's kind of strange that they named it that um, but when you show up, there is a nice like stuccoed wall sign with gold gaudy letters that say islands on the green, real nice and uh, you know, fancy. And you enter through the uh, like the main road in it, basically spreads or it it turns on both sides and you can see what's happening is that the road goes into a circle. Um, and there are different streets that go off of that circle main road, kind of like spokes on a wheel. Um, and each of those streets is a cul-de-sac. Um, and in the middle of the circle is a big park. Um, so Buck, where do you guys meet up? Um, probably somewhere around the circle because then we could, well, so with, with this circle, are there any like places you could park or is it just kind of like a big roundabout? There are like by the park, there is like a little turn in parking lot that you could park. Okay. So yeah, then we will meet at the, at the, um, parking lot. Cool. Uh, Buck, I gotta, I gotta admit when he, we told me the the name of this place, I, I could have sworn it would have been a golf course. I thought there were going to be some islands. I kind of, but it's Arizona. Like I don't a, know. Sounds like a golf thing, you know, islands on the green, like, like when yeah, you're and the golf course and the, the yeah, the flags and the stuff. Yeah, how's it going? It's been a while. All right, so just taking it day by day. Take you know, uh, how about you? It's I'm here. Uh, who, uh, is this your friend? Uh, oh, Palace, shit, you yeah. said. Sorry, sorry. This is Palace. Uh, Palace Buck Buck Palace. She stands up a little straighter than she was and just stares at him. Yeah, she does that. Um, I, I I lock eyes with her for a second and then just quickly turn right back towards uh, Pete. So um, I got a blip on uh, the, the radar, that whole thing I told you about it before. So there's something going on around here. I don't know what it is. Um, it's, we should probably investigate a mystery. So I'm going to roll to investigate a mystery. Cool. Is that cool? That is a 10 plus. Holy crap. My sharp. Shit. Which is a. Nice. So that is a 11. Okay. So here's what you see. Everything. No. um, So. (laughs) All. Yeah. There's a couple things you notice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) On the far end of the parking lot, there is an ice cream truck. Um, It's adjacent to a playground. On the other side of the playground is um, uh, the only way for me to describe it is a clubhouse, like in like new development areas. Like there's always like a house and like you pay your HOA fee so that you can like use this clubhouse for like gatherings and HOA meetings and stuff like that. Yeah, is right. So there's one of those in the park. The rest of the park is just grass with some trees, lots of palm trees. Um, 
And then you see uh, a few like cul-de-sacs down. So maybe like, I don't know, like three blocks away or something. You see some construction equipment um, and it looks like there's a house on the corner that isn't finished yet. Um, So you can tell that they're still building some stuff over there. Um, And that is pretty much it right now. Cool. So. Oh, wait, did you have a question? Are you supposed to ask a question for investigative mystery? Let me. I'm almost certain. I, I think yeah, he gets. So you can like, do that three if you specific want. Questions. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think I have a. Yeah, I think I do have a question. So, Whoops. um, <laughs> what happened here? What happened here? So, um, it's kind of hard to tell at first, but there's like nobody out, which is strange because like it's a, it's like 90 degrees. It's like not that hot out. Um, and so, um. Yeah, there's like nobody around. So it seems like whatever happened, people are um, a little bit freaked out. Um, You can tell that. um, No, hold on. Let me figure out how to frame this. Okay, just give me so, everything. So something, something else. Yeah, I'll just tell you the whole thing. So something else <laughs> that you see, or somebody else rather, is um, uh, across the street, there is a young kid uh, on a bike, uh, and he sees you guys and then starts pedaling the opposite direction. So you think maybe he's a little freaked out by strangers, but perhaps could know something. Okay. That child is fleeing. Um, uh, so I would like to use one of my moves if possible here. Okay. Um, I think when Pete sees the kid, he's, he experiences a moment of kinship with somebody who is like deeply afraid and has like a strong need to evacuate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a really good opportunity for him to use his move. One of the first monstrous moves I picked preternatural speed. Mm, Okay. So so when Pete, Pete is just because of his unique lineage and heritage, he is just fast, like just faster than uh, you would expect. And his speed is not super well defined. It can just sort of meet the need of a given situation. If he is able to do it. Okay. Uh, so he is able to take plus one ongoing whenever he chases, flees, or runs. Okay. So are you going to run after the child riding away yes. from you on a bike? Okay. Um, go ahead and roll act under pressure for me. Ooh, man. Okay. So I got a five and a six. So that's a total of 11 on the dice. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, plus one. Plus two cool and plus one. Oh my God. Wait, speed, so. so that's uh, <laughs> a 14. 14? <laughs> yeah. so, you're, so you run around him twice and then. So I think it's more like he, he turns the bike around and then Pete's just there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah, so the kid starts to pedal away and then all of a sudden Pete is no longer with Palace and Buck, but Pete is in front of the child and the child hey, skids whoa, whoa, to dad. a stop on the bike. Hey, uh, trust me, I'm not going to hurt you. I, I, I totally get it. It's uh, I'm pretty freaked out, too. I'm just trying to see if if maybe you saw something. Because uh, cause I can tell, believe me, I can tell. It's uh, it's pretty rough out here. Um, I know where you've been. I, I, I can empathize with you. Uh, my mom said that I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. At that, uh, You know what? That's really good advice. Because... 
because uh, you never know. You can't really, you can't trust anybody these days. Oh, uh, I mean, except me. You can definitely trust me. Uh, we're kindred spirits, you know. You and me, we're we're the same. If it, you you're, you're trying to get out of here and and you're really scared, and I'm trying to get out of here, and I'm I'm really scared of you. You got this weird thing going on with your nose. I don't know when. When's the last time you've been to the doctor, kid? My mom says it's allergies. Hey, hey, um, you you know what's uh. It's it's a pretty uh it's a pretty nice day outside. Why uh, why is everybody uh just hanging out inside today? You know. Well, well, um, well, I there was this kid. Um, well, we don't know where he is. So my mom said that I have to stay inside right now. So I'm going back inside. All right, all right, okay. Don't tell your mom about about all this. She'll probably think it's really weird. <laughs> Are you just going to let him go? Oh, jeez. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, bye, mister. Okay, see, see I'm Pete. And then he pedals away really fast <laughs> down the street. <laughs> so Pete goes back to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think what... Uh, okay, so here we go. So uh, it looks like all the kids are under curfew right now. Mm-hmm. Something's... Uh, Something's got everybody pretty pretty wigged out. That's all I got. So what is curfew? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna try not to do <laughs> so much of that, but oh, I no, feel you're like fine. there's just no, please. so much it's she like, doesn't understand. Curfew. <laughs> it's like they're not allowed. They can't. They can't go outside. They're supposed to. They, they got to stay inside. They can't leave their home. It's like there's something. Yeah, it's like there. It's like there. It's a safety thing. Like there's something bad going on, but yeah. people don't know what it is, and the adults don't want the kids to get hurt, so they just want to keep them inside. Has a child already been hurt? Yeah, that's what it. That's we, what it sounded like. We is don't know. Like somebody, that's what we're. No, hold on. There was something. The kid. The kid did mention that they said they didn't know where somebody is. That's literally all I got from him. I think he was maybe six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it, uh, it is kind of weird that there is an ice cream truck out that's just stopped and there's nobody else out. Maybe we should check that out. Buck, Buck, I don't know how many horror movies you've seen, pal, but that's like a, <laughs> it's a real rookie mistake right there, Buck. All right. Well, technically I'm the professional, so it's in my, it's in my playbook to do this. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go check out the, uh, <laughs> the ice cream truck. So you go to the ice cream truck. Uh, what you can see from the outside is it is closed. So it's like it's all closed up. Are the even the big window? Yeah, the big window is closed. Okay. Palace uh, crosses around to the side where she can see that the metal of the um, the truck is the most smooth, and she sticks her sword in it. <laughs> And pulls down. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, know what, if that's anything. <laughs> um, I literally just wrote in my notes that the ice cream truck is all closed up. And me too. I'm going to just amend that real quickly. <laughs> no closed longer closed except up. Except for the gaping ice hole, cream hole struck, in the back. Ice cream truck been stabbed. Yeah, I'm just going to let you have that. So you put your sword in there and you drag it downwards and with a wrenching, screeching, horrific sound, the sword just rends a big gash in the truck. Uh, but other than that, nothing really happens. There's just a giant gash in the truck now. 
Well, she uh, she curves her hands into the gash and tries and God. pulls it apart. Okay, give me um, an act under, act under pressure okay, for that. Yeah, let's see. What did I get? I just dropped my dice. What did okay. I get? <laughs> uh, that is an 11. Okay, so like a insane uh, superhuman. Cool, which is oh, good. one, so a 12. Perfect. So like that a- That was very cool, yeah. With yeah, superhuman cool. strength, you, uh, you put your hands in and you- you tear open the side of the metal truck. Um, this is the side you're like on the side of the truck. Is yeah, that the it? side of the truck. Okay, and so as you're doing that, uh, mm-hmm. the back door of the truck pops open. Um, <sighs> but you can fit through that big hole you tore too. So, <laughs> so uh, oh, it, it just pops open like from the force. Yeah, the tr- just, not yeah. like there's somebody. No, okay, it's just like you just fucked up the side of the truck, so the the door popped open. So. <laughs> so, I'm so uh, in Pete's mindset that I almost just started to panic in real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> she uh, she kind of contorts herself and uh, steps in through the, the cut and turns around and holds her hand out, but the two of them are already going around back. <laughs> okay, so Buck and Pete, do you guys go in the truck? Uh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, does someone want to do an investigative mystery here for me? May I? Nose this goes. Time? Um, so Pete's looking around. Um, he's trying to figure out if there's anything in this truck that is like out of place. And I got a uh, six. Okay. So I don't think I find so anything. So the truck looks pretty messy. Um. What is that? A mixed success? That's um, no six is a total failure. Oh, it's it is. Failure. Okay, so mark one experience. Hell yeah! Um, and you see that the truck is messy and there's a hole in the side of it. Um, that's pretty much it. It's just it's it's a fucking mess in here. Uh, so if you want more details, you might have to investigate further. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's digging around inside the. Uh... <laughs> he's digging around inside the freezers now, and I got another six. <laughs> Okay. Well, I think one experience is probably there's enough. There's nothing here. I don't know what's going on. So in the freezers, um, you actually see that they, it looks like they haven't been turned on in a while. Um, so instead of there just being a bunch of uh, nice ice cream, the inside is just coated with melted, sticky ice cream treats. Um, just like. Does it smell good though? Yeah, it does actually kind of smell good because it was sealed. So it smells like, you oh, know, nice. sherbet, but it's like sticky ice cream sludge at the bottom of the freezer. So cool. Hey, I'm not getting anything off of this ice cream truck. No, no yuck vibes or nothing. I think you might have just stabbed an innocent ice cream truck <laughs> here, Palace. It was idling. <laughs> well, no, the engine's off, so that's not that's not what idling. I oh, I get okay because olden times speak right. Yeah, um, um, it I sure don't, was. I do not know how you do things, and and she. The way she says this, you can tell that she doesn't really, she doesn't really have a concept or believe it, but she says, 2019. (laughs) (laughs) We're all just doing our best, really. But if a carriage were to idle outside of my home, I would hurt it. All right. Buck, you got anything? Um, So with this ice cream truck, is the driver's side separate from the back? Or is it all just like one big? No, you can climb into the the front of the 
like the cab basically from the back you can climb into the cab yeah and at that point after all the investigating we probably would have seen that there isn't much um up there go ahead and roll for me okay that is an eight okay so with an eight um you see that the keys are in the ignition of the truck um but as you're looking around in there you also see through the window that a small crowd of about three children all under the age of 10 on their bikes are watching you guys root around through the truck um, across the street Well, hello there, everybody. It's Colin Parker, who is your Hank, your pod boss, your best friend, and your editing boy. Well, okay, so I'm always the editing boy here, but basically this time around, I'm just editing. Um, yes, obviously, I'm jumping in here in the middle to give the announcements and the little talking stuff, but that's just sort of kind of what I always do because I always record those things the day that I edit them. Because that's always like when I have the most relevant and up-to-date information. So, here is all of that, basically. As always, I am going to plug the Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Scavengers Network gets you access to all of our bonus content. Depending on some of the tier, those tiers that you might pick, uh, you could also get discounts in the store or you might get some other little bonus things, um, like one level has a free t-shirt once a year, things like that. And we also have a couple other little uh, secrets and surprises there on the Patreon, uh, and a couple pretty big ones coming up very soon. There is a rather large time investment on one of these, and uh, we're trying to get to it as, as, as quickly as we can, um, but there is a sort of myth take slash uh, Newsies Minute crossover happening, and I think you'll be very happy with that once it finally hits. Um, and also, hey, since I'm recording this on the day that I'm recording it, congratulations to I Don't Know Radio for having their very first live show. That was extremely exciting to see and hear. I'm so glad that I got to watch the live stream of it. If you didn't catch it, don't worry, the episode will go up on their feed um, in the sometime near future. Um, so that's Patreon, patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Like I said, gets you bonus content and helps us keep the lights on, helps us keep moving this company forward. I mean, after all, we are trying to make this our full-time jobs. Uh, okay. So that's going to do it for that side of stuff. Real quick announcement about the next episode and the air date. So, uh, as always, I'm going to tell you when the next episode airs, which is going to be November 7th. It's going to be the first episode of November. Um, I want to specify that I am going to do my best to have the episode out on the 7th. There is a possibility that it may come out a day or two late. The reason for that is that I am going to be traveling from this coming Saturday through the beginning, possibly even the middle of the week of the next episode. And that's for, you know, visiting some colleges and some companies and stuff like that to uh, try to do a grad school program and everything like that. But it's also very far away and I'm driving. So, you know, that's going to be very time consuming. And based on when I get home, I may also need a day to recover and then, of course, a day to edit. 
Um, if I can edit at all on the road, maybe I'll try and do little bits and pieces. But at the same time, I am visiting areas that I don't live in. So I'd also like to try and experience the towns that I am visiting. So I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to do my best to have the next episode out on time. But, you know, keep your eyes peeled to the Twitter account to see if it will be actually coming out on the anticipated day. And that is a great way to transition into, please be sure to follow us on Twitter and uh, give us your theories, give us your thoughts, uh, give us things that you want to see happen, give us thoughts on the new characters, who you want to see them interact with, etc., etc. And uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you could find yourself having a character named after you, much like Victoria Rose, much like George Diaz, much like Jeff Riggs. Uh, of course, as always, there's always more, but those are kind of the three bigger names that have had, uh, or the three characters that have had, nope, you know what I'm trying to say. Those are the three NPCs based off of Twitter followers that have had kind of the biggest parts within the story so far. Uh, and, oh, did I even say what the ha what the name is? It's Myth Takes Cast, at Myth Takes Cast. So please, send us tweets, follow us, things like that, interact with us. You could find yourself having a character named after you right here in Myth Takes. Once again, next episode should be out by November 7th, potentially a day or two late. Follow us there, get all the updates, and with that, I think you've heard plenty from me, so let's get right back into the episode. I cannot wait to see where all of this goes. Okay, so it's kind of, so it's kind of weird that this guy just like decided to leave the keys in the car. It's also kind of weird that there's some children watching us. So, uh, Palace, do you want to get? get Palace, how about you just kind of disperse them and then we'll figure out what to do in here. Sound good? I will deal with the children. <laughs> All right. Don't. Okay. <laughs> and she she uh, almost bounds out of the the truck. <laughs> and all the over. kids kind of go like, <gasps> but they don't do anything. They just stay there. <laughs> over to the, over to, how many are there, you said? There's three. There's three. They all Perfect. have bikes, too. Bikes. Kids children. on bikes, if you will. Children on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> children with bicycles. My yeah. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite RPG game. <laughs> They're probably, what, three feet tall. So uh, <laughs> she towers over them and she still has her sword at her side and she's carrying her spear. Oh my God. <laughs> and she says, children, and waits for them to acknowledge her. Okay. Because she is older and that's usually how things go. So that is very much the same as, uh, as it was back then. So you see that one of the kids is the same runny nose kid from before. Um, and he looks up at you and he he's missing a front tooth also. And he's like, are you allowed to have that lady? I don't know what a lady is. You were the one who was talking to Pete. Who's Pete? Is that the guy? Pete is my friend. <laughs> and she just points at the truck. <laughs> What are they doing in there? We are trying to figure out if something happened. 
do you know if something happened? Not you, because apparently Pete said you don't know anything, but the other two, you two. So one of them is a girl who looks like she could be the twin sister of the boy. Um, And she says, well, I haven't seen Tony at the ice cream truck since the day that Timmy went missing. Who, Who are Tony and Timmy? Tony is the guy that owns the ice cream truck. And that's what that is? Yes. That's... Why don't you know what an ice cream truck is, lady? I don't have time to answer frivolous <laughs> questions. <laughs> Who is Timmy? Timmy? Timmy is my friend, but he's not here anymore, and we don't know where he went. Was Timmy hurt? I don't know. What do you think happened? I think that Timmy went up on a rocket ship and he went on the moon and now he's living on the moon. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she um, she prepares to, uh, to go back and give that information <laughs> to uh, Buck and Pete, but then she notices that the third kid hasn't said anything. She says, do you know something? Uh... Uh, 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 well, and she, well, and, and she notices that she's scaring him and she throws her spear <laughs> behind her and uh, kind of crouches down. And even then she's still taller than he is. But do you know anything? Uh, well, 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 well my, my, my mom said, said that, 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 to, to, to Tony, it it isn't a good good guy. Yeah, that's what my mom said. Your mom said that Tony is bad. Yeah. Was Tony always bad? I uh, I I don't know. He always g- gave me ice cream, and I l- liked Tony. So I I I I I don't know why she would say. That t- 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 Tony is bad. Has she seen Tony? Uh, uh, I don't know. Nobody has seen t- t- Tony. All right. And she can tell that she's stressing them out. So uh, she stands back up and she uh, she nods at them and says, thank you, children. <laughs> And goes and uh, gets her spear and returns to the truck. They they don't go anywhere. They just still sit there and stare at all of you. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're watching the show. Sure. Um, and so uh, are Buck and Pete still in the truck or are they? Good question. What are you guys doing over there? Uh, Pete, are we still in the truck? Oh, geez. No, we probably got out of it. And we're, we're watching this with some interest. <laughs> just like from from behind the truck, just like peering over, like one head over the yeah. other. Um, so uh, Palace um, kind of looks over her shoulder at the kids and sees that they're still watching. And so she turns so that her back is to them, um, to the kids, and says, um, the children said that there was a Tony and a Timmy and they're both missing and the Tony drove this and uh, T 
Timmy was one of their friends and he's oh missing as well. You don't think you don't think we're dealing with with like a kidnapping or something. Well, one of one of the children did say that Tony apparently used to be kind, but now his mother says that Tony is not kind anymore, which I don't understand because how can Tony not be kind if nobody knows where Tony is anymore? But that's what the mother said. Maybe somebody does. And uh, what, what, what did the kids say about about Timmy? About the 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 other the other little kid who nobody knows where they are. Any, did you learn anything new there? Um, there he's missing. He he was he was a friend of the children, and 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 now he's missing. Apparently, hmm. he they they seem to have reason to believe that it has something to do with this Tony person going missing as well. I wonder if I wonder if talking to maybe an adult would help a little more. <laughs> oh, I don't. I I feel like we have enough, more than enough information to per, to pursue this and this uh problem. So I think we have a couple things we could do. There is this playground, and there's this mysterious HOA-ridden house that we could check out, see if there's anything HOA there. HOA-ridden. <laughs> it's infested with I, HOA. I, I, <laughs> all the dues and the board members, and yeah. it's disgusting. Ooh, you got to fumigate for that. <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's not cheap. You'll never get rid of it. We could also try going door-to-door -to, -door to see if anybody would give us any information, but we're... We're three complete strangers in what seems to be a pretty close-knit community, so I'm not sure how much they'd be willing to help us. There's also this... Alex, yes. Max Newland, the, the player, doesn't know too much about Buck. Okay. Uh, what does Buck look like? So let me go through his uh, description. So he is a man with an unshaven face, shabby suit. He's about 45. Um, he smells vaguely like cigarettes. Um, he okay. alternates between patched up suits and sometimes more casual wear, but he's on a business trip. So he's wearing one of the patched up suits. Um, what else can I give you? That's no, that's I just wanted to get an idea of how out of place he looked. In all this. <laughs> oh, he, 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 in 90 degree weather, he is painfully out of, <laughs> out, out of his element. That does yeah. not sound good. no. So at this point, he's probably like sweating a little bit. He's he's fighting a cigarette, low key cigarette addiction, and he's been uh, su supplementing that with uh, like you know those like uh, candy pops where they have like the tootsie roll inside. And he's like literally, he's literally just run out of all of those. So he's kind of like sweating, kind of like <laughs> rubbing his forehead with his hand, like oh geez, we're still here. Um, so well, look, I maybe we should go. Uh, you're looking a little. You're looking a little tired. Maybe no, I'm fine. Go. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I, I'm a little bit worried. I'm a little bit worried about Palace here, uh, not fitting inside, not fitting in once we go into the uh, clubhouse over there. <gasps> Are we going to do a shopping montage? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to suggest we investigate the playground because it's still outside and we and still daylight. Draw too much Another fire. day. I'll get you yet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like the victory screen once we 
once we uh succeed with the mystery yeah da, 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 da. count on me no matter what you got <laughs> So, hey, oh, what's up with the playground, Morgan? Uh, so the playground is, it's like a, you know, it's like a way, like, I don't know, from the playground to get to the ice cream truck, like, it's a little bit of a walk. So going over to the playground, it's a bit of a walk. It's very close to the clubhouse. Um, there's not really much going on there. Um, it looks, it doesn't look like, I don't know how to, like, it doesn't look disused, if that makes any sense, because, like... I don't know. Playgrounds always look the same, basically. But the, the sand is, like, turned up and stuff, and it's, like, kind of, like, messy. Like, sometimes they, like, the city goes in and, like, cleans the sand in the playground and makes it look really nice, but it's not like that. Like, you can tell that people have been here recently. Um, there's still nobody around, um, but you can tell that the clubhouse is completely locked at this point, um, and there doesn't seem to be anybody in there anyway. Um, oh. So... That's pretty much it. But there's not a whole lot going on at the playground other than the fact that you can tell people do go to the playground and use it. Just not now. Just not right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess the clubhouse is a better spot to like do some active investigating then. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me about the windows. Are they like um, shades drawn and everything on the inside? Uh, they are not. So they're, you can see in there perfectly fine. Um, the Which is... Actually, Does weird. this count as an investigating a mystery? Uh, if I'm like peering in through the window? Well, yeah, if you want to investigate. I was just going to say you can see in through the window. So that's, okay. that's it. Well, so. I would definitely love to do some investigating here. Okay. Sorry, y'all. That was thunder. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah, I could hear I, that. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I apologize for the weather. <laughs> I've rolled a nine on investigating a mystery. Nice. And I have zero sharp, so just, just flat nine. Um, and since I only get one question, yeah, I would like to ask what is being concealed here? What is being concealed here? Let me think about how to answer that. Sure. Um, so you're looking in there and it looks like uh nobody has been here in a while um and from where you are you can't really see much but while you're peering in through the window and maybe like buck and palace are kind of like walking around there too um you hear somebody come up behind you uh and say uh can i help you and it is a police officer so Pete almost jumps out of his skin. Uh, I think this is like immediate fight or flight for him. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he turns around and he goes, oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, just, you know, just, uh, just uh, the, the door was locked. Just, you know, I, I, I wanted to come in. Today was going to be, uh, uh, today was the clothing swap. Uh, and um, I, I, uh, I, 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 I like slowly kind of cut in. Because this is not 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 looking well not looking well for us. Um, uh, hi, officer. Uh, so my name is Buck Harrison. I'm with uh this agency right here at Flash My Badge. We are we're, we're we are investigating a um what seems to be a missing child. I don't know if you've gotten any leads on anything, and I'm trying to like make it seem like I'm a part of like his team because I'm I technically am, but he we technically don't exist. It, but he doesn't okay. know that. 
can you um so he's he's like uh-huh and he's like looking at you two and then he's looking over at palace um and doesn't seem very convinced can you roll to manipulate someone please yes And then that was a, so that's a 10. Whew. Okay. So that means, is that, that's just a success then, right? I, I don't have think, my stuff up. Yes. On a 10 plus, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. Okay. If you perfect. ask too much, they'll tell you the minimum it would take for them to do it. Or okay. if there's no way they would. Okay. Perfect. Well, uh, I'm my name's Officer Calhoun, and uh, I have been investigating the disappearance of uh, the Hadley kid. Uh, and where where did you say you were from again? So uh, I'm with the. So we call ourselves the agency, but that's kind of a kind of a pretentious name because there are a lot of agencies little, out there. But it's, it's kind of tongue in cheek. It's a little Buffy you know? the Vampire Slayer, if I'm being honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that's what we're going for to be. You know, that's the the name of the game. But yeah, pencil pushes, you know, administrators. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of red tape, a lot of uh, dubious motives, good intel, that kind of stuff. Uh huh. So, uh huh. Well, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm the officer on the case. Uh, the, the Hadley kid, Tim Hadley, uh, disappeared a few nights ago and I've uh, been having some trouble trying to get info from uh, the. Then kids, uh, one of the one of the kids in the neighborhood did see something, but she doesn't seem like she wants to admit it. Uh, so I was actually going to go over to talk to uh, her parents. Uh, sure. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on here. Do you know anything about a Tony? Tony, Tony, yeah, the ice cream truck uh, guy. He's a prime suspect. He uh, he disappeared the same day, so we're definitely looking for him right now as well. Okay, and do yeah, you, and I, I'm a, I'm assuming you know that that well that'd be that'd be a really dumb question. Of course, you know that's his ice cream truck, and that's, that's <laughs> yes, we know that's, that's his ice cream is. truck. We haven't quite gotten around to sleeping in the ice cream truck yet because we're still in the beginning stages of things. We need to talk to some of the kids and see if we have any witnesses uh, before we can okay. uh, get a warrant and get in there. So. Okay, just take it's already open. Don't don't ask how, but just don't go around like the 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 left side of it, the the serving side. Just yeah. Um, uh huh. Uh, because we already um, we we spilled something on the ground, <laughs> and you don't want to get your boots all all dirty. All right then. Well, uh, I'm gonna go and talk to the uh, the. Uh, parents of that girl Sarah and uh I suppose you could tag along if you wanted to what'd you sure. say your name was again uh, my name is Buck Harrison okay and, and uh, I'm, I'm Pete Zapati uh-huh Palace is standing off to the side and she's just staring he just kind of looks at Palace and then is like all right well let's go then <laughs> <laughs> And walks off towards the cul-de-sac where all the kids were that are no longer there. Um, and you see that his uh, police car is idling near the ice cream truck. Um, I give Palace a look and see, like, he's hold up a hand. Just don't, don't, please, don't. <laughs> he's going to see the gash. 
Uh, Buck, he's going to see what Palace did to the, to the truck. I know he is. <laughs> Luckily, j- he j- does just not. Watch- <laughs> oh, wait, do you guys do anything to try to cover that up? <laughs> oh, I was just going to, I was going to say, okay, just like walk on that side where it is just so he's not tempted to go around that side. So we just kind of funnel him around it. Hopefully we can just block the, block the gash. Okay. All right. So he luckily doesn't see it. He's kind of uh, preoccupied Oof. with getting over there. So we walk into the cul-de-sac and uh, he goes and uh, knocks on the door of a house. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Previously on Finish It. I jump on the woolly mammoth. Very nice. Eventually, you become captain of your own ship. You become the captain of your own ship? <laughs> Life is harsh and simple with the cave people. No boy. Vampire advances toward you step by step by step. The usual Figures. way. <laughs> does that sound like fun? Yes, it does. I'm Matt Yule. And I'm Chris Yule. And on our podcast, Finish It, we're going through all the interactive fiction books ever. And we read every single page, and we don't stop until we got every drop. <laughs> We're going to juice these books. Find us at finishitpod.com or finish it on any pod catcher. (laughs) 